that's when he said, welcome to another edition of Michael L. Craver Presents. It is Wednesday, January 20th, day of the inauguration of Joseph R. Biden. I don't know what his middle initial is. <laughs> I'm lying about I'm lying about the middle name of the president. Um, Joseph Biden will be uh, inducted today. Here I am looking about what I have written on my, <laughs> my notes here is professionalism. In a society, we need craftsmen and trade people. You never know how important craftsmen is going to be to your brand or to your... <laughs> um, having people that uh, are, are skilled in, in many areas that provides the level of, of professional expectation for the rest, right? Those of you who've ever been graded on a curve... Uh, you've been on that system where, you know, you're like, oh, graded on the curve. And you got that one student who's making a million points, and uh, it uh, means that people who are not making the higher grade will not be given that boost, that supplement, that welfare, that, that social security. Oh, yeah, you'd love to be graded on a curve, but then you want to go out in the real world and argue against welfare. So you think about that as you're carrying your social security card. I'm not a socialist. <laughs> okay. Enjoy paying into your your 401k and your your health care and everything else. I don't know. It is what it is. So, um, you know, I love history, patriotism, the Constitution. Aren't those considered social studies? Yeah. Well, you think that's got anything to do with socialism? N- no. Okay. But professionalism, the what... <laughs> Here I am. I've started off lying about the president, talking to you about school and how we're brought up. That's what I've been talking about a lot this week. But um, right here, like I'm thinking about in my notes how, you know, someone can take Google, Siri, use your voice-to-text program and any number of applications and uh, ask mathematical functions of those applications. Now, does that mean you're as proficient as someone who can take out a Texas Instruments, you know, TI-9000? I don't even know what number they are now. It was TI-81 back when I was in school. Can you take out a calculator and develop the equation? And can you? Well, as long as you can word it, now automation kind of bridges that gap for most people, unless you're in, you know, very high levels of mathematics, which uh, I'm sure... Programs are, are reaching into. I'm not skilled, uh, educated. I'm not informed about the fine arts of higher mathematical learning at this point and uh, whether or not they use any uh, shortcuts or any you know programs in between um, human nature and pencil on paper uh, and any actual automation. I don't know that automation is the right word. But whether or not they're using anything that's been programmed uh, like you would program a calculator and use functions uh, electronically. That's a good way to say it, electronic functions, to be able to shortcut mathematics that you would have otherwise had to do by hand. A lot of stuff is, has been shortcutted. You used to have to do a lot of things by hand. Now we have devices to, to do all those things for us. Oh, Billion-dollar industries. No, it, like on on paper here, continuing where I left off yesterday, the people who go on to YouTube and they're, you know, freelancing. These people are influencers. Are they? They're not influencing me. I don't know who they are. But 
are they as legitimate as someone who went out and got a broadcasting degree and works at a corporation that has standards and has to work under FCC policy and, you know, has basically a mass organization and public and sponsors and so forth to answer to? Now, you could look at that and say, well, you know, they're people who are being more or less manipulated by the system or that they don't have the same freedoms, that they fall into some kind of puppetry, you know. Your argument against that would be, I guess it would be dependent upon you saying that it's you against the system and you're some sort of, you know, revolutionary. Because the fact of the matter is, if someone has more stringent rules they have to play by, then they're a more disciplined person than you are. (laughs) That's just ridiculous. No, man, I got my own militia, and that means I'm far superior to any trained Green Beret. Yeah, sure you are. So, you know, like right here, if you believe those people, you believe in the unlicensed, uh, you know, run around. Get a guy who's who's never traded stocks before, just some amateur to manage your, manage your mutual fund and, and do everything with your investments, your future, your finances. Let those people do your taxes. Hell, old Jimmy down there, he's been keeping the books at the lawnmower store for 20 years. Take him your taxes. Well, he... You know, he might be better than somebody else who has no mathematical or bookkeeping experience, but is he trained in the arts of the of the IRS? Is he, you know, a tax agent? Doesn't sound like it. Uh, he might be more of a mimic uh, than someone else. George Carlin was talking this morning. I was watching an old interview with George Carlin. He said how you learn to do impressions is you watch other other people do impressions of the person they're doing the impression of. So you want to do an impression of Robert De Niro, you watch somebody else do an impression of Robert De Niro, and you kind of get the, the, the tricks down before you have your skills. And as you get you know more bold and you've got all of these tools in your box, then you can start developing your own method from scratch. You know, you're, not, you're not taking borrowing somebody else. And you do this when you're young. You cook out of somebody else's cookbook, their recipes, TV, internet. And as you get older, you just grab the ingredients and go. You got the skills. Same thing with the calculator. As you get older, you're going to do your own math. You're not going to look at somebody, can I cheat off your homework, Betsy? You know, or, you know, taking somebody else's shortcuts, buying things off the internet, getting somebody else to write your paper. Can you do it for yourself? Are you a craftsman? And it's got everything to do with practical skills that had less less to do with developing yesterday i was talking about you know you're yeah okay so you can work with gold but it's only when the gold gets into your hands can you mine gold you know how to find gold so someone who's a developer would be different than someone who's a craftsman and that should be very true when you look at it in a housing development the guy who's the developer developing the land he's starting the project he's you know number one he's the first step in any process and then the craftsman, he comes in, he does the finishing work, you know. Maybe you would say uh, in the Bible, God was the developer and Jesus was the carpenter, the craftsman, right? Right. Great analogy, right? Right. That's not on this card. That's that's the subconscious lottery. But, you no, know, and, and the other things I have written here are things like, if you know, if you believe that, you know, anybody's skills are as good as anybody else, just grab the guy that you, that you like or somebody who's an unlicensed plumber and let them work on your project. Now, don't get me wrong, because they can't be plumbing for you, 
for profit without a license, well, you'd be breaking regulations. You'd be breaking the law, as I say. Everything that's written to the general statutes is the law. So if, if you have to have a license, if it's a fine, a civil, otherwise, it's the law. But would you want that, right? You like kids running around 12, 13, 14, just driving cars up and down the road? Because it doesn't matter, right? If you believe in letting people do things without a license, take your chances at the intersections. Come on, folks. Roll the dice. Get on the bus where the kid's driving and not the bus driver. Get the fuck out of here. Um, I said here that you should put together your own car. Or maybe you should pack your own parachute. Mm. And my clever line to go along with that was, <laughs> depending upon your skill level, you will truly feel the gravity of decisions. Which is one of my one of my favorite terms, the gravity decisions. An old name I had for a blog that I had developed, and uh, I may still have it somewhere. But I mean, it, it revel it boils down to that professionalism. You know, that's the people who are in these trades, and you know, doctors are peer reviewed scientists or otherwise. These are folks who have to go by the level of practical knowledge that is accepted and required for the person to be in that profession professionalism oh you don't meet the qualifications right then you don't practice this profession you need to go out you need to develop your qualifications and you come back if that be through schooling if it's because you have to practice so many hours before you can be a master electrician i mean there's ways that certain things are graduated up there are no ways around them sometimes it takes time and there's nothing wrong with that you know I think if you're if, like with this podcast, yeah, okay. I went out and I bought really nice equipment, and <clears throat> you know, I, I try to have a level of professionalism with the way that I format things, and I've, I've got some some things that I want to develop in the near future to keep it even more organized and even more disciplined, and that that would mean my skills are a little bit more regimented, which is just another military euphemism to go, oh yeah, oh you're in the regiment, in the military, in the discipline, in the yes. Yes. I just, I think that when you throw professionalism out the window, it's kind of the way that people talk on social media and otherwise. They sit there, they'll comment back and forth with one another. and Oh, you don't have to capitalize anything, no punctuation, no context. I mean, you can just throw words out there and they're designed like flashing lights. You know, in the old days, a policeman would draw a gun on you and get you to stop what you're doing. In 2021, they don't draw the gun first thing. Don't fire off a warning shot. No. Some cowboy bullshit from the old days. We're more disciplined now, right? You want people to consent and say yes. You want contracts for this. You want protection for groups. and Yeah, but when we're talking, you know, all that stuff goes out the window. I'll just say words to you. You're deflecting. You're gaslighting. Oh, you're just crying because these. (laughs) If you don't have any trade in the packaging industry, don't be labeling people and being an idiot. You're unqualified. You are an idiot. 
and the levels of qualification and the IQ of that profession. And an idiot and moron and there's all of these words that people have used in previous times that are still on that scale of how they labeled people professionally in terms of their IQ and their aptitude. Those are real words. Those are not just derogatory terms. You could be a winner and you could be a loser in a contest. He won. He lost. But when you just grab it and attach it to somebody randomly, it doesn't apply to a contest. You're a loser, man. Loser at what? At life. What does that accomplish? Anything whatsoever. He's still alive. Like in a game of life, it seems to me he's still playing. It's undecided. He hasn't lost his life yet. That would be inaccurate. It'd be an idiotic thing to say. It just makes me question where you want to go with things. If you're out there roaming around and your way of addressing anyone, any subject, has no discipline, it revolves around divisive. And when I say divisive or divisive is the way you should say it. Divisive language would be more like, hey, look, here's my Amazon Kindle and my iPod, because these are devices. It would be about divisive language if I was reforming this to be a professional communication. And that divisive language would be things that divide people. I've talked at great length about how race and species are one and the same. You're racist! Are you? Are you keeping people from their liberty and opportunity? I mean, that language is just deplorable. Weighs people down. It destroys them. It might hold people back in any way that it lets them. I mean, there's a there's an old quote from Eleanor Roosevelt talking about, you know, you can only be as... Let words hurt you if you acknowledge them. You know, it, it's just so obscure when you watch folks try to label themselves. You don't set your own expectations only to go back and cannibalize yourself, do you? Are you reaching for the stars and you're out there and you're ambitious? You want to be refined and professional. You want to be a craftsman. You want to be a finisher. Don't you want to be able to finish people? Or, or projects or whatever, right? And to do that, you want to be able to know what a good finished product looks like so you know what to compare it to? Or are you hoping to be like on that grading curve where you watch this old house with Bob Vila and his square has four equal sides like a square does. Yours looks like a rectangle and you say, oh, good enough. Good enough at what point? For an amateur, for a first-timer, set your dry run, lube it up next time. Dry runs are not very comfortable for people. I mean, hell, you're running, you're going to sweat. You're going to want some hydration. You're going to want some moisture. Once people have plenty of moisture to work with, then they can run like a, a, like a well-oiled machine. Yes. Imagine your engine running with no oil. The friction would lock up the pistons. There would be no more 
pumping up and down, and your your engine would basically lock up, and it would blow your head gasket. And you know you'd be in in rough shape, right? Because then you can't go anywhere. Car doesn't run very well if doesn't have good head gasket. So, oh, or other working parts. I mean, the requirements to run the car are vast and complicated, but they all require their own level of performance, right? And if it's because you don't want viscosity breakdown, or you need oil, or you need fluid, transmission fluid, radiator fluid, need water in the radiator. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You got all of these things that are their own systems and they require you for maintenance, right? And that's your car and that's your transportation. So when I say you make your own car and go drive it around or you don't have a license and you should just go run around, not qualified to drive a car, what would you be doing? You'd be putting everybody else at risk. What if you're out there selling a bunch of food, you don't know where it came from, what's sprayed on it, what's in it? I'd say you're putting people at risk. And that's a shame. You're doing the same thing when you're not qualified and you're just running around jerking everybody off with your keyboard. If you're not a real whore, if you're not a professional at what you're doing, stop jerking people off. You're doing it without a license. You're probably doing it somewhere it's not legal. Don't get me wrong. Free speech is, you know, across the United States is protected. But here, it's, I mean, basically, you're doing something that doesn't need, you're not using protection. You're doing it recklessly. And what are you doing? Well, you're conceiving in a way, right? You're providing this communication of conception. Conception, communication? Where you are just reproducing this filth over and over. I mean, it's not professional. You're saying to people, well... You know what I really think ought to happen is, now, are you in possession of an opinion? Yes. Does that require qualifications? No. Does it require you to have upper and lowercase letters and punctuation and context and all these things? If you were writing something into any place, an email, social media, text message, none of that requires you to pass any kind of test written uh in the Chicago Code by, you know, the Oxford Dictionary. You don't have to pass anything that Grammarly.com is going to flag. You can communicate however you want to. You can make your own car and drive around your property however you want to. It's wonderful. Do it. What I'm thinking about is when you're out there and you're affecting the public at large, when you're affecting other people, right? Because your business, my business is my business. Excellent. But are you being unhealthy for the rest of us? I mean, there's a point to where, you know, you want to breed giant tigers. Do it. What about when your fences aren't working anymore? <laughs> they run out and affect the public at large. <gasps> All right. So, what if you raise children? What if you have a, I would say a junk pile. I was thinking more or less anybody who's hoarding anything that could affect the groundwater 
It could affect whether things get condemned, whether you are setting the stage for an infestation and otherwise. Yes, you would be doing something that is reckless to the public within the confines of your personal property or inside of your body, right? You can do whatever you want with your body. I can do whatever I want. I can go out and eat bats if I want to. What happens when you bring that coronavirus from that bat next to us and it affects the rest of the world for the rest of time? You ever think maybe you should have made a more informed decision? You should have been more of a, I don't know, let's say you've been more professional about your eating habits, right? Because you can substitute the words informed and professional are synonymous. They're synonyms of one another. In my professional opinion, in your informed opinion. But professional being a practicing, qualified opinion. It's stages ahead, right? If you just have an informed opinion, you don't have a professional opinion. In order for you to get from one word, upgraded to the next word, you would need to be on that learning curve we talked about. Where you would not only need to be informed, but you would need to have practicing professional experiences and skills. The, you know, the qualifications to be a professional. And of course, if you're informed, you may know what those qualifications are. It just doesn't mean that you possess them. These are very simple things, folks. I used to have this video I'd made for this... having an argument with this guy in England. His name was Craig... And uh, one of the, <laughs> an obscure hobby, nonetheless, he collected wrestling music, music that was done in wrestling, old, if it was 8mm, if it was the cassette tapes, didn't matter if it was recorded on vinyl, if he could have got an 8-track, he didn't care, he wanted to collect it, that was his hobby, any and all, period, as the <laughs> girlfriend hates that, period, and uh, and that's the thing, though. If you let people know that something harasses you, is a little side note. If it messes with you, and the way I say that word, and I know that, I'm going to say it to get an animated reaction out of you next time. It requires very little effort, and the reward is so amazing. Isn't that right? So, yeah, I mean, Craig had this argument. And I said, you should talk about what you know about. Which more or less meant you can have an opinion about anything if you want to. I ain't nobody saying that you can't free speech or you can't talk out of your ass. I mean, Ace Ventura is the best, right? But while that's funny in a what is now considered a transphobic movie, as times change, you, <laughs> Craig, you're not talking about what you know about. I know more about this than you know, but you don't know enough to really have an informed opinion. But you have to know. What is it, Neil? I think it's Neil deGrasse Tyson that says this. And it's in his master class. If you ever want to see this quote, look, see if you can find the trailer or the advertisement for Neil deGrasse Tyson's class, his master class that's on YouTube. I think it's for astronomy. Or for... He has a very uh, advanced understanding of uh, solar systems and, and time and space. And I, it's eluding me right now the, the name of his profession and i can't do it justice by just making something up if you look up neil degrassi tyson's advertisement he uses a quote let's see if i got it verbatim or if i'm on context this he says (laughs) 
you may know enough about a subject to think that you're right. But you may not know enough about a subject to know that you're wrong. Interesting. You know, just enough to know that you're right, but not enough to know that you're wrong. Interesting, right? I like using quotes from people when they're when they're good. One well, of my other favorite little videos is of Jeff Bridges, who plays uh, the Big Lebowski, and he's in True Grit, and he's the son of Lloyd Bridges, the, the Admiral Brent, uh, Benson <laughs> from Hot Shots. Oh, the 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 most classic, right? And I love Hot Shots. Airplane was before my time, but I've watched it. I love all those guys. Made the Naked Gun movies, the Abrams and all those guys. Uh, Abrams and Zucker, I think, are the producers, the guys who made those movies. And uh, so the Naked Guns, uh, Hot Shot movies, I'm, I'm going to not do them justice, right? Because I'm not informed enough, but I'm telling you, I know that I'm not informed enough to tell you any more of their movies. They did a lot. It's great stuff. Jeff Bridges in this video, he's for GQ, and he's talking about uh, advice. One of the people wrote in and he's actually reading off a card like I have in my hand and the question is you know you ever, you ever come across any good advice you have any good advice to give people and he's just got this great smile as he's talking about well I like to give good advice if I get some good advice I like to give you good advice you know and he's talking about his his wife being his chauffeur he said you know she always tells me how to drive he said that's cool man he said for the first year she was the most terrible you know uh, backseat or you know whatever driver and now she just lets him drive or she, he lets her drive everywhere and he's found that that is one of the most successful choices he ever made for his relationship he can he said i can party hard and i got a chauffeur and <laughs> uh here's another quote for you uh, I, I wrote down that this is from the vulgarity of one of my friends who was talking about the uh, state of affairs in Florida this morning. He says, within my price range uh, and something that is doable in the next couple of months. <sighs> I might be taking that out of context. I had just watched an escort episode of uh, Law and Order from the first season. So he was probably talking about buying a home or something within his price range. Of course, he could have been talking about that profession I mentioned earlier. You know, those professional hooers, as Jim Cornette says. But um, I just, you know, I I look at people and I think if you want to be sometimes, if you want to be professional, things like that come in handy. Quotes, references. Is that called a bibliography? Yeah, maybe a works cited page, you know, where research came from, where it was done, who it was done by. Are they, what's that word? Reputable. Oh, how do we determine if they're reputable? I don't know, by their level of professionalism, <laughs> their qualifications, all of the things we've been talking about here. And as, as another one of my qualifications is coming due here in a second, I'm watching this timer. I had said to myself, we're going to discipline this down, have a very stringent amount of fluent content, and we're going to set the time frame between, I think I said 20-ish and Amish, and, and 30-ish minutes. So, I appreciate you listening on this wonderful Wednesday, January the 20th, as we're going to induct old, uh, I, I got ready to say JRB, I don't know Biden's middle name. <laughs> 
uh, as we as we uh, are going to inaugurate old uh, Biden and Harris and have the first female uh, VP and so forth. Not the first female VP. I mean, that was Julia Lewis-Dreyfus on Veep, wasn't it? It's already happened on TV. Must be real. That's just as legitimate as... No, it's not. TV people are not as legitimate as real people. And for those of you who've not made that distinction, if there's nothing else you take out of this broadcast, come back to reality. (laughs) We'll talk again real soon.